Here we go, episode 26 here of the Hate to See It podcast. We're back for another edition. Uh, kind of a slower weekend. Ah, kind of big news coming out. So here we go. Here's where I'm going to start. First off, Yankees didn't get swept. Congratulations. You finally beat the Rays in Tampa Bay. I believe they only had three wins in Tampa Bay dating back to last year, early last year. Something bad. They can't, they, some, they can't get the job done in Tampa Bay. They did yesterday. They avoided the sweep. They avoided mass panic. The Mets went on to play the shortest game in baseball history. Did, did you look outside yesterday? I'm not sure. It was raining all day. It actually was raining literally all day until we went to sleep. And Marcus Stroman has to take the Twitter and is freaking out, which I think, hey, this guy, he looked for any reason to complain. He looked for any reason yeah. to go on Twitter and badmouth his organization. You could be mad if I were him. Just take it behind closed doors, all right? We understand it wasn't a safe situation. You threw nine pitches. The game was nine minutes long. You threw, no, you threw seven pitches in nine minutes. The game lasted nine minutes. They canceled it. They made a few bucks on concessions. Congratulations, Uncle Stevie. The Mets are still the Mets in that respect. The Knicks won yeah. last night. Thank you, RJ. Solid yep, night. RJ, RJ played big last night. RJ's yeah. playing really well as of late. Um, uh-huh. He's banging. He was banging a lot. Banging. He loves that corner three. He's playing mm-hmm. well. He's playing with confidence. I love it. The Nets took the L. Who cares? It's fine. Hideki Matsuyama wins the Masters. You see the picture of him in the Atlanta airport. Okay, he's sitting there. He's he's on his phone. He's got his bags. He's probably catching a flight to Los Angeles. He's probably going to make his way back to Japan at some point. But the funniest thing I thought was we're just going to nonchalantly take the, the green jacket from the Masters, just kind of drape it across, drape it on the on the uh, the, the seats over there in the waiting room epic. I do the same thing. If I won the masters, that's exactly how I would play another day at the office. That's what we do. Um, the, the story of the weekend, I thought 18 year old called the ginger assassin. hits a seven ten split in the professional bowling. Now granted he was getting the doors blown off him, but bro, this kid, he's the ginger assassin. I got a picture of him right here. All right. He's Ginger kid with a red, white, American flag buttoned down. I mean, this is as America as it gets. I love it. I love it. Iconic. Frick, and, and the call was iconic. The guy went nuts. The announcer went nuts. I got to get to a bowling match. I got to sit next to Terrell Owens at these bowling matches. But I think the main story of the weekend goes to my man, Ryan, who shot a 103 at Lakeview Country Club. And that is an all-time high uh, best uh, round for him. He got very lucky, but he made the most of his luck, as to, as we all wish we do. And we got to give him a round of applause because he got a 103. So with that, I introduce you, main man Ryan. How are we doing tonight? You got to be still feeling good from your big day. Doing good. Had a couple birdies, left an eagle on the on the board, and left a couple par pars, and I had a par. But I mean, like you said, you know, you got lucky some. But I, you know, I felt good riding that high for a couple of days. Can't wait to get back out, back out there. Might go out tomorrow. Definitely going out Saturday with you again. Just, you know, enjoying it, having a nice, relaxful day. Yankees Yankees won the next day. They lost that day. That was even – The Yankees lost, Yankees lost Friday and Saturday. It was a tough, tough, tough two yeah. days. Yeah, tough two days for me. I told – didn't I say on this podcast I was going to treat – or before episode, I said I was going to treat every day like a playoff game. Yeah, you I think uh, it's, that's too stressful. That's out. Too stressful. That's, that's out. out. And they're down one nothing tonight. It's a cold. It's a cold night. Cold day. Cold day. Cold day. Cold day. <laughs> and, uh, it was pretty cold today. Yeah. Um, they're down one nothing. Maybe the bats can wake up. Um, and the Mets were postponed tonight because um because of rain. They and they made... could have played. <laughs> isn't that the most? Isn't that the most Mets thing ever? You, you play yesterday <laughs> when you should have canceled. Then you go today, as soon as they cancel it, what happens? The rain stops. They could have played. Now it's, you know what? But, but it's not that bad because when you make up this game, it's going to be in July. 
No, it's and tomorrow. It's tomorrow they're making it up? They, they, they announced doubleheader, yeah. Postponed oh, that's awful. Because I was that's what make... I thought. Yeah, I know. That's what they were saying. Get more I was here talking here earlier today, too. Get more they fans. They saying the get more fans, yeah. Uh, but no, they're doing a seven-inning doubleheader tomorrow. Showman's going to pitch. So he's not resting till Friday, which was the early thought. So I, I think Marcus Stroman looks for any reason to bring attention. Yeah, to but himself. he was right. I don't think he no, knew. No, he was absolutely Mets, right. I don't think he knew that the Mets were the ones that said to play the game. No, he has to know. It's their grounds crew. It's their weather people. I know, but how do you fuck it up, bro? It was yesterday. Was awful. Yesterday was it was a perfect lazy Sunday. I chalked it. Yeah, I chalked. Not going outside. Probably. Yep, I chalked. Meanwhile, like when we left, when we left Tommy's tap. Shout out Tommy's tap in Tavern, Staten Island. Um, when we left there, it was raining. It was like that soaking, misting rain. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't understand where you saw maybe a break in the radar where you had three and a half hours of no rain. It was raining all day. Um, whoever made that decision is probably on the hot seat today and is probably done for if they also made the decision not to play today. So it's, it's not a good look. It's a typical match. But what's two days? Wait, and so he got fired on his off day. Technically, wait, so, they didn't even play. But, no, but well, I'm saying yesterday, they're going to make up yesterday's game in July is when they're going to do no, it. No, no, they're doing it tomorrow. But what about when oh, they're wait, playing the fifth? Oh, it's oh, a oh, different they're series. They're doing this. They're doing this. They're doing game the Philly tomorrow. doubleheader. Yes. Yeah, tomorrow. Yes. So it, it is going to help the Mets because, like I said before, you are going to have more fans in the stadium hopefully in July because we're all getting vaccinated. And I don't understand the idea that if you're, everybody's vaccinated, then why can't you have more people in the stand? That the whole definition of freaking vaccine. But that's not. That's a whole other conversation to have. Yeah. Um, not on this podcast. The Yank- I don't want to get political on this podcast, but I think <laughs> if, if you get vaccinated, I think that you should you should be okay going into a stadium. You could definitely put more people in the stadium. Um, but going, talking about the Yankees, okay, how important was it to get at least one in Tampa Bay, just from a morale standpoint? I think that For was, me, it meant that was huge. I mean, Gio Urshela had a home run that's still going. I know, that was a fuck. And I think it broke something up there. When it hit, I just saw white shit come down or spray up, you know what I'm saying? That stadium is a, that stadium is that a dump. But if I was a Tampa Bay Ray or a Tampa Bay fan, I would love that stadium because it's kind of like, that's our shithole. And we're going to embrace it. And it's got – that is legit home field advantage there because when that place is packed, it is loud. That white roof, you, it's, not, it's not very hard. It's not very easy to track the ball. Also, that turf is different. So there's a lot of factors that go into it that make that, that a real home field advantage. But look – but you know what made me think? Toronto has had, I think, three different home stadiums this year. They're mm-hmm. right now in some southern South Florida town that's got a, a, a high A ball team. Yeah. Um, they're playing at that stadium. And yeah, one yeah. of the things that I think it was, I don't think Michael K said, I can't stand Michael K. Um, but he, he said that picking up the ball is different because in every major league stadium, the upper deck is high enough where any fly ball, you can kind of catch it, it yeah. pick it up behind the upper deck. But now this is literally like air. Open, so yeah. It's open. It's like and playing in like high school or, you or have it, college, yeah, so yeah. A lot of these guys haven't seen that since, you know, even spring training, the grandstand mm-hmm. is still pretty high. So it, it's definitely an adjustment. Um, but I think it just sucks how Toronto is like that. And if I'm to the city of Toronto – I mean, I know b- b- baseball-wise are very popular, even basketball too, but I would always be very nervous when my team is playing their home games in another town. Might get mm-hmm. comfortable. Maybe the town begins to, you know, draw a liking to it. There are a lot of snowbirds that go from Canada down to Florida, in, you know, in, during the winter. You never know. And I think that's yeah. something that you always keep in the back of your mind, no matter how strong a fan base can be, um, especially now with, you know, you know, could another pandemic happen? It's just the international rules and, you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. border and everything like that. It's always a possibility. So that was my, that was just my thought on that. No, I, I completely, I think that's a good point to point out for sure. Cause I would be worried. Yeah. You, they haven't seen this team really play because I didn't see them last year. They're playing in Buffalo. 
then the playoffs were in uh, at the Padres for most of right. like, the whole AL, right? And then I forget where the World Series was. I, I tuned out after we lost. Typical Yankee fan. Typical me. Um, but, yeah, no, it's definitely something to think about. Because I, I, I heard they were thinking about having – they potentially – I don't know who – if it was with the Rays or the uh, Blue Jays, they were talking about having 50-50 split home, half in Florida, half in, uh, in Canada. Well, I think at some point uh, Canada better wake up too. Canada better wake up too and say, "Hey, maybe we can open this shit back up again." Everyone's vaccinated. I think I think I think they should. Yeah, I mean, like you can see, everyone's trying to get into sports. I think they should be asking for more sport teams, not pushing it away in any any shape. Yeah. Or, the, the, the NFL wants a team in Toronto. They that's the ultimate goal, and I'm gonna tell you why. I was playing last year during the pandemic. Gary, I got a quick question before you get into your rant. Yeah. What? What? How? By the time we're by the time we're croaked, how many NFL teams do you think there'll be? 32 currently. I would, I, I'm going to lower that number because I, I want to live to about maybe 95. Um, yeah. I'm going to say in the next 40 years, I, I could definitely see four more. I think you're going to see a team in London. I think you're going to see a team in Mexico. And I think they're stupid not to put a team in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. I, I, I think yeah. you're going to see a franchise move to Toronto. Because yeah, Toronto, and then there's definitely other places in the in the United States. And there. I just got into it. Yeah, I know there's a lot of towns in the United States. I just I was just getting into it when I was playing Madden last year during the pandemic, and that's all you could do was just I was just playing video games. Um, and I had I created my my player on in Madden. Two years into it, when you, I super simmed, there was a team in in, in Toronto. So yeah, I'm saying to myself, like, place, yeah. I'm saying to myself, like, is it this is the NFL trying to like push that idea already? I feel like um, you you look at a lot of towns like. You know, like Houston embraced their their team and, and they have a pretty good fan base. So it doesn't take long. Carolina had a really big fan base immediately. So it's not going to take long. You know, I, I, I mentioned in basketball, Seattle will have the Supersonics again. I guarantee yeah. it. I yeah. really do. I really people whispered. That. People whispered that that A Rod might do that. I mean, look at look at the way Las Vegas has embraced their team in, in only a season. So the whole idea Oakland, was, Oakland might get a team again. I think Oakland deserves a team again, especially yeah. if the A's get a new stadium. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm talking about Raiders. I understand that, but okay. Oak, Oakland, but they would get the, they'd get they should get their own stadium. It's the NFL, Dario. If you, no, if, if money you look now. at the reason why the Raiders if someone wants Dario, Dario, someone will come in there with enough money to say, I want my own stadium in the NFL. Okay. But right when, now when the time comes, you don't think there's people no, but, zones in to get an NFL franchise Ryan, right now? Ryan, Ryan. These owners, these people with big money, their goal is to not pay for the new stadium. They want it to be publicly funded. And the reason why – did you watch the Al Davis documentary? Yes, yes. I know all that. I know all that back. Yeah, so the reason why – There's some guys that have so much money, though. Look at – like, you don't understand that our Jones – and the NFL, it's – look, like, all sports, if you look in the past couple years with the teams that have sold – Ryan, they, their values like quadrupled. A stadium is worth billions of dollars. You're not going to find one person that's going to put that money up by himself. I, no, I'm not saying that, Dario. I know that they can be, obviously they're going to get some contribution from the city. The city of Oakland didn't want to do anything with that. Yeah, they're going to see how deprived they, they're going to see. They're going to see when I'm saying when this time comes, there's going to be eight. I think there's going to be. I think by the time I die, I mean, I'm only planning to live in the 50. I, saw the I con- think there's going to be eight more teams. By I saw the season. concept. Look, Oakland, if they played their cards right, the Raiders wouldn't, wouldn't have left in the 70s with Al Davis doing that whole thing. And Al Davis was right. And he paved the way. And look for look what happened now. Um, yeah. The Oakland A's are getting it. I saw some pre-drawings for a new stadium. 
if they pull that off, that stadium is going to be one of the best. It's going to be beautiful. Now, I'd love to know how that, how much publicly funded that's going to be because the knock on Oakland is they're cheap. And it took look how long it took them to, to, for, for, to, to get the Warriors out of Oracle and into their new arena. What's your um, favorite stadium for New York teams right now? Oh, the Garden. Garden one. I think the Garden. Can I get by a top far. three from you? Can I get a top three from you? I think the Garden. I hate MetLife. MetLife shit. Don't I think Yankee Stadium is number two. And I think from I I I think City Field is really nice. I think Barclays is nice. I I think the Garden is kind of a dump, but there's what do you mean, bro? You understand the Garden? They took the Garden. See, the unique thing about nah. the Garden is that they took the an arena that has been there forever. And, that, and the garden will never be torn down. It's eventually going to be a historic site. Yes, yes, so they were able to renovate it and retrofit it to a modern fan. And they did, they did a great job. They did the catwalks, the, the, the sky bridge. Like that, that's, that's amazing. So I think the garden, from a standpoint of, of uh, transportation, from a standpoint of watching a game, there isn't a bad seat in the house in the garden. I hate, I hate how tight it is. I'm talking about it's a tight, but I, I, but that's you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna forget all that. You're gonna forget all the bad sides of the garden. This is the tradition. I understand you're a diehard Nick fan. I get that. But like I'm saying, just from a general fan enjoyment aspect, because there's are people that okay, listen. Okay, so to that what aspect. does Barclays have that that that, that the garden I think the Barclays is just newer. I I mean I I'm not even it's, sure. But Ryan, the Barclays outside it. You do understand the garden went through a massive renovation. Yes, they basically yes, built right. a new arena without building a new arena. I'm just saying, like we're talking about like. Future, like I'm saying, new stadiums type. I'm talking about that. I understand that, and, and I'm telling you this: new fans. The garden was literally retrofitted. I understand. I know. I know about the Chase Bridge. I understand all, but I know. I get it. It's very historic. I'm not, even talking, it. I'm not talking about the Chase Bridge, like the the luxury suites. The I understand. Encore, like it, it's lot. totally been renovated, so it's it's, it's a new arena, just in the same spot. I know. Okay, I so know. what's your debate? But it's not. I and it's already proven that everyone says that the Barclays is a dump when you want to watch a hockey game there. And when it wasn't yeah, built was, for hockey, yeah. and that's yeah. stupid. They should have built it for hockey just for the shits and giggles. Why would you not want? Why would you not want to attract <coughs> the, the the Islanders over there? Do you like? Do you, all right. Well, you're on your little tangent. Do you like old Giant Stadium or MetLife better? To be honest, the new MetLife, our seats are closer than the old stadium. From an when was the, when was MetLife? Oh nine, oh nine correct? 09. Right? Yes. So. From that perspective, from our seat perspective, it's better. We are closer. There's less of a gap between the back of the end zone and the front row. There's the less of a gap. Are, the seats are great. The seats, the seats are, great. are physically closer. You think I, I, I love about the thing I love about your seats is like you get that you get that behind the team view. You know, you get to see the whole field. If you notice when you come to it's, when, it's the best to like go ahead. You go ahead. When you did come to the games with me. Yeah, before. Um, before the MetLife Massacre happened. Um, <laughs> that's all we'll say. That's all we can um, say at this time. If you notice, the end zone fans will start cheering before the sideline fans because we can see the hole open up. We can see the guy yeah. breaking the post and yep. splitting the safeties. We literally see it when Daddy Dime sees it, when Eli would see mm -hmm. it. So that's really cool, especially yeah. if you know what the hell you're looking at. Yeah, for that, if you're watching it, if you're watching it just to enjoy the game and not knowing that much yeah. about the X's and O's of football, I would say the side's definitely a little better. But when you're when you know what's going on and you want and you're really into it, you know behind, you get you get two quarters with your team on offense and you get two with them coming at you yeah. on defense. So you get to you get to really uh, watch. Uh, I feel like you get to a different view. Absolutely. Of that now, I, here's what I would tell you: what I don't like about MetLife. I hate MetLife. Walking, getting out, getting in isn't bad because if you go in and I think getting in is fine. Leaving is awful. 
It's a mosh pit walking to the stairs. Shit, right? They close off. You can't use certain entry because the problem is, see, old Giant Stadium, you had three escalators going up to three different levels. Now you have all three levels funneling to one escalator per side. So it's more of a compact look. So there's no individual escalators. So not everyone in the lower tier has to wait for the people above them to come down. So they're diverted to another exit, which is longer. I have to walk farther away from my car to work my way back. So from that perspective, and I think the traffic scenario over there is awful too. For some reason, the old stadium was better. So from that standpoint, yeah, and aesthetically wise, this stadium blows. It looks like yep. a parking garage. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just... There's no it, massive it is what draw. It is. There's no... no. There's no big jumbo screen there's nothing you know now the four tough. the four jumbo screens are unique there's not many nfl stadiums that have the four jumbo screens but i think there's, there's so much more you could have done i don't want them to dome it though i really don't want them to dome it i think if you it's it's part of the meadowlands part of the giants and even part of the jets i think the jets should get their own stadium i think they got to get the hell out of metlife i wish the giants would first they're not. The, the, the I, know, I know. The we're metal. stuck there. I know. I you're know. Only, we're stuck you're, there. you're only stuck there for another 15 years. Every 30, every 30 um, years. I may be dead by then, Dario. Every, yeah, you never know. Every 30 years, you get a new stadium. Um, the bet, I'll put this, we can move on. I'll put this stadium debate to bed. Beaver Stadium, atmosphere unlike any other. It's college, college atmosphere. Uh, yeah. SHI Stadium will get there. What? When, Ruck, when Giano builds a yeah, winner. Okay, come on, let's move on. No, when Ruck, when Giano this. builds a winner. All right, so I want to touch on the importance of the Knicks winning last night. Um, you're, you're back to 500. Now you dropped. You dropped six to seven. You needed that, that win. And I think people aren't giving enough credit to R.J. Barrett. I really believe that. I, I think there's someone that used to listen. I hope he still does. Um, Mr. Joe Ravito, who's very critical of R.J. He's very critical. And I think it's, I think it's it, him being so critical is very unfair to the fact that this guy has made massive improvements this year. His, if it wasn't for that slumpy hit at the beginning of the season, he'd have a better three-point percentage than Steph Curry right now. And he's up there with the attempts. He bangs threes. He gets to the hoop. He drives well. He's starting to pass. You see well. him coming to his own. You for are, sure. and you really – so you know what? It's called being – hopefully, and I hope I'm right, it's kind of too early to tell. Maybe he's a late bloomer. He's always going to be compared to a John Moran. He's always going to be compared to a Zion Williamson. You're comparing him to two guys that have generational talent. RJ will. RJ get does have that talent. He, does. he, he was, Remember, he was the number one recruit coming out of high school. At over those two, you know, there's, there's reasons. This guy has a basketball they, they, background. He, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. I think he's starting to really find his own. I was worried a little early on, for sure. So I can understand where people come from, Joey, as you were alluding to. But I mean, like, RJ's really started this season alone. He's really started coming his own for sure. And, you know, like with the shortened season, I think he probably got in the gym. You know, he probably – well, everyone else is in the bubble, and we saw what they were oh, working go on. go to work, baby. Go to work. RJ definitely got in the gym and got better for sure. Yeah. You no, can see that this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Knicks, like we were talking about last night while, while we were watching the game, and we were saying it's they're just a fun team. You know, like when they are – they're a good team to watch. They're a fun team to watch. You they're know, a really fun just, team to watch. Because you know what? Go ahead. While we're uh, on well, the well, subject well, of basketball, one finish more point. The reason why they're fun to watch is because they're actually playing for something. You look at the Nets, they're on autopilot. So, like, the, you know, the, the week-in and week-out games. Listen, I felt the same way when the Yankees were playing really well. It, it's just mm -hmm. like, all right, whatever. If okay. you don't win, it's Let's like, Let's get right. to the playoffs, yeah. Go ahead. Let's get to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was just gonna, I just want to talk about the Nets and Kyrie getting ejected. And I thought I thought that was going to be fine. I thought KD was going to take over. But they just got dog walk. Got the doors. Well, KD was on a minutes restriction. Yeah. Listen, and you're going to have nights like that. You're, you're a yeah. well-oiled machine. You're, and and – 
the thing that they need to really worry about is making sure that, and I think they will. I think they're going to be fine. I think you only. I think the only time you're going to talk about them and when you're in, and be worried is when they're in the finals. I really believe. Yeah. That. Since um, we can't have you talk about the Nets real quick, I just want to say. In why can't you have me talk about the Nets? I, you I, hate I, them. I, I, I am our I, resident Nets fan right what now. I just, I just said so, they're going. I just said they're going to the finals. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you yeah, want? Well, you do hate them. I just want to talk about Kyrie. I, do, I, I don't. I, I despise I, them. Okay. I just want to say like, I despise Kyrie. their fan. I despise their freaking idiot super fan that comes on the show sometimes. I despise everything about that stupid Barclays Center, getting there, watching a game there, that they outpriced their fans, their stupid caretaker, um, chaperone, coaching staff. I think they – I hate them. Go ahead, continue. Okay. I was just going to say in regards to Kyrie taking these personal days and everything, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll come, take a personal he, day too. When he comes, I mean, you do take personal days, Dario. When he comes, he, he comes 100%. He plays. He plays last. If he's playing the best, I think we've seen him play. And if the Nets are okay with it, I think I'm fine with it too, you know. I, like, it, I, there's no reason we should be like – or we want to know, but, you know, it's not – it's fucking none of our business. And how he wants to deal with certain shit, it's his it's, – it's his I would be remiss 100%. without talking about this. Now, obviously, we know what happened in Minnesota with that mm-hmm. that cop, the cop shooting again. But I, and I know a lot of players like an Aaron Hicks is not playing in protest of what happened – and we respect that. You know, that's your decision. That's your freedom of speech. I understand. That's, that's fine. But, but Kyrie made his decision, I believe, before that happened. Right? I believe well, he wasn't yeah, no, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying – yeah, I'm not saying because of that, but I'm just saying – I was talking – Well, no, these guys don't play ever, Ryan. You're absolutely right. They, they, no, they I'm saying he – I'm fine with him taking personal days this year and because how he's come out and played. I'm saying I'm in that defense because I know every time he takes a personal day, it's a hot topic. The NBA needs doing, to be da, 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 da. The NBA has to be careful, and so does the MLB. Because the Yankees are doing it basically with Judge and Stanton right now. Resting. Rest, Resting rest, these rest, guys rest. and load management games. You are going to completely devalue this the regular season to the point where no one's going to watch. And I'm telling you, viewership is going to go down if you got guys, oh, he's not playing tonight. Oh, I might buy this game. But if I do and I, I want to go see I Kyrie, wait. he's not going to yeah, play. I, I want to yeah. see Kyrie play. Or if, I mean, with the Nets, you have three different superstars that you can watch. Okay? Yeah. so And chances are one of them's playing. But – it's frustrating from a fan's perspective. It's frustrating from the game's perspective because it's just an integrity of the game. And I get it. Times are changing and, and you, it's going to keep, you're going to see it more and more. I respect the guys like a LeBron James that are missing games now because his ankle is literally in a boot. And if it wasn't, he'd be playing. He was he playing plays, every night. He's a lot. He's, he's something different there. He's he is. Fun. He is. And he's like, on a it's insane. It's insane how long he's played and he never misses games. Like never like, N E V E R never. I was just hoping no, I spelled it right. He under- suck at spelling. Jesus Christ! Don't spell shit if you're not good at it. You got All that right. right, but don't. Let's be careful. All right, well, we'll stay away from it. Come on. But you get a hit here, whoever this is, Odor. Oh, speaking of Odor, you even have a hit. I think. Look, I think o- Judge has a hit. We realized that o- Odor, Odor helped them win the other day, yesterday. Yeah. But Odor is like 15 years old. I found out. Looks like it, bro. Now. It's bad. Like, I mean, so the Yankees. The Yankees, talk to him? the Yankees have the rule. If anybody doesn't know this, the Yankees have the rule. That you have to be clean shaven to go out there. Now, granted, Mr. Jason Giambi was the one to push the envelope with the mustache, which I thought was freaking great. But the Yankees have always had this this rule that we're going to look the part. That's why I call out the clean up. You know, no long hair. Johnny Damon, if you remember, when he came up from the Red Sox. Look yeah, like a caveman. Change, had man. to completely, yeah. you know, you it was unrecognizable. Odor, let's go. They, I saw, I saw, I think I saw a, a meme That's or a it. tweet. And if, they and said, they said, you fight him. They said the reason why Odor's batting two fifteen not because he sucked, it's because he's fifteen years old. So, oh, that yeah. was funny. Well, oh, he just got a hit right there. 
I mean, if he comes and he can show shades of what he's shown in the past, and if he yeah. wants to fight someone for us, we, hey, we need. Hey, first of all, he is famous for that fight with Jose and, and, and number Batista. two, but Batista, because everyone hated Batista at the time. Yeah. But the point I'm going to make is when you move Lemayu to first and you put that's our door, first hit. Yeah, I think so. I'm watching. Oh, the next it game. is. If you when you move Lemayu to first and you put Odor at second. You have the best defensive infield possible there because Jay Bruce is a liability, and so is yeah. Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt is a half a notch above a Jay Bruce. So yeah. the best first baseman, no, the best fielding best first baseman is DJ. Yeah, 100%. before him was was Greg Bird, but he couldn't hit the, the broadside of a barn. So and that guy was broken. Um, but yeah, so you broken. Need, he was broken. He was. So, yeah. It was. Oh, he, there was there was fun Birdman times. Bird uh, no, man. there was. Bird Bird Shaq so, used to do that. I love that. Um, but um, if Odor can hold on to that position and, and actually, you know, contribute semi decently, he will be the everyday second baseman on this team. At I least, think until, at least until Voigt comes back, then yeah. then you got to make a decision. You know, then you got to say, okay, well, if Odor is hitting, um, that's my best defensive play. Now, now here's what's going to happen: the analytics are going to say they're going to determine who the hell plays. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I think he gives. I think he upgrades the lineup too. If he's a shade of what he used to be over Bruce as a lefty bat too, I, and if he, if he gets twenty home runs this year, yeah. I'd be ecstatic. Uh, if he gets, he's, I, I, I you know, some, but there, there, are some people just come to and put on the pinstripes and they just find a second. And a lot of them, and a lot of them come in here and completely shit the bed. I'm not saying he's going to, but sides, Ryan, yeah. he's also older though. He's also older. I, I don't. He's twenty-seven, don't think, Dario. How long has he been in the league for? He's been a in the league for a long time. I think he's 27. I thought I heard today. I'll check that. It right looks now. like he's 12. Well, there you go. But I, I don't, I don't see him hitting 20 home runs. I really don't. Because if he, if he were the type of player, the Rangers would have cut him. They I would take him a lot of money. I would they, take him. 20 yeah, home. he's 27 years old. Oh wow. Dario, he's born the same year as you, just a lot earlier in the year. I'm a fucking loser. Oh, here we go. Um, All right. Oh, yeah, real quick. We'll end on this note. Um, insider sources, Adam Scheffner reports that the 49ers are going to take Mac Jones at number three. Yeah, um, What does this mean for the rest told. of the domino effect? You know, I, I think it's a great fit. I, honestly, I think Mac Jones anywhere but New York would hey! be a great fit. I really do believe that. Shot. We, got, we got Cole some help. There we go. I wanted some run support. Coming in on run. Shot. He got Yoka? I would. There. Call me crazy. Would you try Gary at first, little or Judge? No, no, occasion? no, 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 no. Here's why. Those two. Here's what you're doing. You want to limit this as a manager. I want to limit guys out of position. I really do. I like to have guys that. I like the Dodgers do it a lot. They have guys that can play multiple positions. Sometimes Bell will be at first. They had multiple. Yeah, those guys like are, are, are platoon guys. Judge is fine. You can play first, Gary. No, bro, you cannot feel the ground ball. It's not like that. It's not. Gary like can. That. Gary can. Ryan, they had him working. They had him Ryan. working first base a couple days ago. Ryan, Ryan. It's so Gary, man, out of my mind, they have him working first base. A couple out of days your ago. mind, it's just not. It's just not a, a short thing to do. It's it's not putting the best lineup on the field. It could be though if he if he has a defensive aspect, which he has. If you've seen his arm, he has the arm. Okay, but right now, arm at first. Wait, can I finish my point? And he and I think that would take a lot of stress off him. Uh, he doesn't have to catch it, so it's a lot easier to play first base and catch. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And I think it might can help him hitting, which would be the best thing. For I don't him. think it's a difference because when he his best year, he was still catching. I know. Well, well, I don't think that makes I'm just a saying difference. if he can play, well, they're they're trying it out. I hope he plays a couple games there. 
He's, you're not going to see him play any games there because you're going to – Now I bet him hit? I bet you five bets once. Start I a game. Start, start a game. Maybe late play, in the game get, game get put in. Oh, that's play a game. different. Somebody can be there by mistake. Darryl, play a game. You're not going to see Aaron Judge. All right, we'll put five on it because you just can't help yourself. Gary Sanchez at, at Gary, first base. Oh, at even Aaron Judge, even one of the two at Fed first okay, base. Okay, at first base at some point. You will not see okay. them. They will, they will, they will literally give ten them ten bucks. They will literally sit them on the bench because they might get hurt if they play in a position. No, ten bucks. Deal, and we'll we'll, we'll take the people deal. home on that. Deal, note. deal, deal. Because I think that's the most r- ridiculous bullshit ever. You're not gonna. They're not. Guys, out, you put a li- more liability on the field than you already have. Yeah, I disagree. Guys, um, moving forward, we're probably going to have a couple of uh, football guests on to talk um, draft as we get closer, like we've been saying. But we want to get these guys on that know, have a lot of insider information on the draft and perspectives on certain teams and where guys might go. But that's what to look forward going forward and just keep interacting with us and we'll get to what you guys ask. And, you know, we'll try we'll to do going. our part. Without you, there's no, there's, there's no us. There's not there's many of you. Just two jerk so talking you. to a mic. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Get vaccinated, America. <laughs>